Snowball Spa. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Thursday morning, Western Oklahoma. You woke up this morning and it's high school basketball playoff time. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. Playoff starting means the bracket contest is you got to get your picks in today. Get them in. Either text us here at 225-9698, leave them in the comments of the Facebook page, uh, the Skinny on Sports Facebook page. I put another post out there detailing how to do it uh so either the with comments a picture there, of with that the... beautiful meat yeah exactly which is actually mine by the way yeah it is well, yours my little sample pack that monty brought that's right i'm looking at those two i want people to see what they're playing for those two uh their ribeyes weren't they yeah. i'm looking at those two thinking now i've been looking around for this is okay a little extra pup for bonnie here i've been looking around for dinner reservations for valentine's night you're not going to find it. How about any. the Atha House? I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I've got my entree right there. Yeah. How about the Atha House with some prime ribeyes? Yeah. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Throw a couple baked potatoes in the oven, go out and cook. Up. I'm already getting hungry. I can't wait. There you go. We I think I'm some. making fajitas for Super Bowl. I we think. had sirloin last night. Oh, yeah, you got that skirt stick. That'd mm-hmm. be perfect for that. Yep. yep. Yeah, we had some sirloin last night. Delicious. Oh, oh. we got to. We could be on this topic for a little bit. Yeah, we've got to get going. You know, there's something <laughs> happening that we haven't really talked much about this week. You know, the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, that game. We'll hit it at the end of the show. Which anomaly of this game is the most interesting to you? I can think of three. Okay. Kelsey Bros playing against each other. Which is cool. Andy Reid having coached both of these teams. And then for the first time in the history of the NFL, two black quarterbacks. Right, quarterbacking their teams in the game. I was listening. Do you, can can I throw one in there? Go ahead. Yeah. Is this the first? Depending on who you ask, is this the first <coughs> former OU quarterback playing in a Super Bowl? No. Starting in a Super Bowl? No. Who is it? Troy Aikman. Uh, okay. See, are we claiming Troy Aikman? He played at OU. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, if like you're going to claim Jalen Hurts, finished, you gotta, finished well. career at OU. Okay, they both played. I guess Troy played half a year. Jalen played a whole so year. So again, depending on who you ask, yeah. I heard this conversation with Mark the other day about all the OU ties. There's a lot of OU players. Yeah, and he mentioned Trey Sermon. I texted like, can we claim Trey Sermon because he went to Ohio State to finish up? It's a, it's the transfer portal world we live in, right? yeah it <laughs> can is can you claim him can you not claim him i mean if you can to me if you can claim jalen hurts then you ought to be able to play to, to claim trey sermon trey sermon was here for like three years that's four true. years that's, that is true like he literally has a degree like his, his wasn't yeah, even the transfer right. portal it was like the graduate, graduate transfer, transfer yeah. thing. yeah like so, does wisconsin did they ever claim russell i'm sorry uh nc state did they club claim russell i'm sure they do they probably don't now yeah they they did until this year (laughs) uh that's a whole nother topic we can discuss but yes the super bowl how about how about how about this what if whoever gets to claim him is up to the player yeah he's been very good about his answers with that Mm -hmm. 
he's been very good about it. He's been very on the fence. Diplomatic. 50, 50, dip, he's, he's very diplomatic. He's not dumb. He's smart. He's got both. Yeah. And for good reason. He there there is a reason when he was on the Manning cast and he specifically set himself where that painting behind him is two of him, one in a uh Alabama jersey, one in a OU jersey. Yeah. He was yeah. That's an easy the helmet he wore at that senior bowl <laughs> was yeah. half and half. He's on it. How about Kumbaya? How about we just both claim him? That's what's happening. I think so. How about this? If he wins, everybody will claim him. If he loses, nobody. Oh, you oh it's yours. He's yours. He's yours. <laughs> That's what you get when that quarterback yeah. plays that game from that school. <laughs> that's that's probably the way it'll go. All right, so we'll hit the, the Super Bowl stuff. I got prop bets. Prop bets. Oh, the up. prop bets. Oh, there's all of them. I mean, it, there's literally almost anything you can think of. How about being in Phoenix this week? There's a lot happening. Oh, today. You think? Today. The waste management starts yes, today. That is today. That's, yeah. Oh, that is so fun. The waste management, the Super Bowl, and oh, by the way, Kevin Durant coming to town. <laughs> as like, What if I told you in 2012, as the Thunder were making it to the NBA Finals, what if I told you that, listen, Jared, this is fun. You're enjoying it. But guess what? I'm looking in my crystal ball, and I see a day forthcoming where Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook get traded on the same day. That did happen, yeah. Yeah, which essentially happened. That happened. Now, if you want to look at hours, maybe KD was actually today and Russ was yeah, just I, whatever. Yeah, I woke up. But still. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe it was still In a six-hour span in Phoenix. In Phoenix, right. yeah. Which is it? The one hour or two? It's hard to tell out there. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Craziness to think about. And, and Russell Westbrook joined another player as the only former MVP to be traded four times. Him and Bob McAdoo are the only two that have been traded. Oh yeah, four that times. name immediately jumped to my mind. Yeah. Uh, what about these moves that were made? Uh, Kyrie to Dallas obviously wasn't yesterday, but that's a big one. The Lakers getting a, a poo-poo platter for Russell Westbrook. And then Kevin Durant going to Phoenix. Do any of those matter? Which one do you like the best? Thunder, we still haven't got to what will they do with the rest of the season versus what they should they do. And then high school hoops tonight, as I mentioned, the playoffs will start. We've got an update on the schedule. Yep. Have an update there. 2A, and 4, 2A through 4A brackets released today. We'll put a bow on the Weatherford and Adarko stuff and then also uh, the bracket contest to get you guys involved. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225 225- Nine six nine eight. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime in at two two five nine six nine eight. If you're going to be outside the listening area, stay in touch with the show to log on to kadsam.com. You can download the app. App's got it all. It's radio, Penny News, Big Elk and Paragon TV, and then the Skinny on Sports podcast. If you miss the show entirely, you can find us on kadsam.com, or you can also find us on iTunes. All right, Jared, how are you? I'm well. Very well. My mood's a lot better compared to um, yesterday with that weather. It's like complete 180 Despite instead of the temperature. I mean, the temperature's the same, but I'll take sunshine. I'll tell you what was wild. It's nice. You know, that here, here at the station, it was kind of just felt like it was rainy and maybe a, like a hair of sleet or would you call it hail? I, don't, I guess sleet would probably be the right I, I word to use. I guess sleet, but it wasn't sticking. It would, no. Yeah. So I'm headed home. And I get out right as right to past Merritt Road, 
about basically to the the to get onto the interstate going west. Yeah. And I look around. There's snow on the ground. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. We, <laughs> I was like, what? What happened? Uh, you were stuck in your office. Did you not see the big, big flakes of snow? Like no. about, I don't know. It was after three, somewhere between three and four. Missed it. But it was raining at the same time as it was snowing and, and i mean nothing was sticking here but it was i came up to get i needed some coffee and i was looking I'm like it's snowing again but it didn't stick there was no problems here i guess a little east of us it was yeah, it looked like there's more snow east but there was some west i mean it was it wasn't on this road but it was on the grass you know what i mean How yeah that, that happens sometimes so i'm yeah. just like what happened i didn't yeah. even know that it had been snowing as of yesterday so it's gonna be rain chances tonight this afternoon or tonight rain chances maybe even a little snow mixed not well, that's a, not a ton just great. just a little i don't think it's going to cause any problems super for the class a and b playoffs so on the original bracket i haven't even looked i wonder if the ossa i bet they have not updated this yet we've had a forfeit we have had a forfeit so the bracket at the ossa that they released a couple weeks ago had a few of the Class B teams playing today in four team districts, which one of those would have been the Lady Lady Bison hosting uh, Taloga. That game was originally scheduled for six o'clock. That game is not going to happen. Taloga didn't have enough girls to play, and so Lady is now advanced into the six o'clock Saturday district title game, and they will play the winner of Sharon Mutual. And Winoka. Okay, that game is scheduled is, is on the schedule at seven thirty. That has been changed as well. Sharon Mutual until uh, Sharon Mutual and Winoka will play tonight at seven o'clock at Leedy. So just one game tonight on the girls' side in that four or in that four A in that Class B district. Leedy doesn't play. Sharon Mutual and Winoka will play at seven o'clock. Boys hasn't been affected, just the girls tonight. Now, as far as we know, there is still some action in Area 2 that will be on Paragon TV tonight, and that will be down at Sentinel. 6 o'clock, you've got Eric and Blair. That's a girls' game. Girls only tonight in these Class B districts. Eric and Blair, that'll be a 6 o'clock start, Paragon TV. You can check that out. So the the opening tip of the high school basketball playoffs on Paragon TV will be down in Sentinel for Eric versus Blair. Watch it, Paragon TV. <clears throat> so that's kind of the update as far as what we know schedule-wise. A majority, there's just these girls' games tonight in Class B where, where there's four team districts. Then things really kind of get going Friday, and it's full bore by Saturday. With district uh, with district championship games and everybody's going to be playing uh, by Saturday, so that's uh, man, I, I can't believe it's already here. It's crazy that we're in the high school basketball playoffs, but here we are, and so we'll have it covered wall to wall. You can find all these brackets on Paragon TV. Uh, Candace has done a great job getting all these brackets put up, and so it, and follow along there as we move along throughout. Uh, with the schedule on the side as well, so that's so that's what we got. Thought, thought there was two games just down to one uh, tonight with Eric and Blair going at six o'clock. Leedy will be playing on Saturday night. Can't wait! Can't wait! Can't you're, wait! You're going I've tomorrow. Been furiously getting everything ready, both on my end and everyone else's end. I'm I'm 
I'm anxious to get it going. Hit the road, and I mean, we're gonna blink. It's gonna be oh yeah, state tournament week. Yeah. Cannot wait. As fast as January goes, February same way. The only difference I mean, is the first of the week kind of drags waiting. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like man, is it Thursday yet? It's Thursday yet. Bam, there it is. Yeah. Two uh, A through four A brackets will be released today. Is that today? It is today, the ninth. So somewhere this afternoon, normally around that four o'clock range. It feels like though A and B were released a little bit earlier than that, if I remember right. It, it, was, felt, it was closer to three it, or yeah. something like that. But anyway, hopefully by four o'clock, uh, everybody knows the assignments as far as uh, Merritt's going to play Sarah in district. Elk City's going to play Woodward in district. Uh, Weatherford and Clinton going to play in district. We all we all know what the assignments are. Now we'll see uh, what day and then what time. I would assume everybody would be 6 and 7.30 because most of the, these will be night games. But whether or not it's uh, next Friday the 17th or next Saturday the 18th, I think is really kind of the only suspense. It, it's different in A and B because you're trying to figure out if you got the buy or not, if you're kind of on that fence, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're waiting on the bracket to see, okay, do we play Friday in, in a do-or-die game or do we did we get Saturday? 2A through 4A, a lot of that suspense is taken away for the most part, uh, which is two team districts in most places. But, you know, that's just the way it goes. You're just looking what you want to see what the rest looks like. like I just want to know the if road. the game is Friday or Saturday. Yeah. That's the, that's the one question I have because outside of that, then you know a win, you play Thursday night in Weatherford. You, a loss, you'll play Thursday afternoon in Weatherford for Elk City anyhow. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I just wondering if the game's Friday or Saturday. That's all. That's all that's on my mind uh, for that. You want to try to put a bow on the biggest story in sports nationwide uh, before the Kevin Durant trade? Well, um, have you had any additional thoughts or any? Man, it's been everywhere. That of course we're talking about the stall ball, right? I I, I had a thought, and I just need to start speaking my mind more but that's gotten me in a lot of trouble before so but I had this thought too and I'll give credit to Barry Trammell who said it yesterday afternoon because the the trio were talking about it during the drive home Jim Allen and um, Barry he said and I thought this we might down the road have to thank coach Doug Schumpert for fast tracking the shot clock into the state of Oklahoma because that conversation, now everyone's talking. Now it's brought to light people who don't know the game, uh, a high school game, even in this state and especially outside the state, and they see it and they go, where's the shot clock? How come there's no shot clock? You're telling me they don't have a shot clock? So, in a weird way, I, I don't think he intended for that to happen. Maybe he did. But that's um, someone <laughs> when uh, that shot clock happens, and it's inevitable, it's going to happen one day. Could we go back to that game and go, that's what got the conversation really ramped up? See, I think it's an interesting I, – I don't disagree with the, the premise of that. But I want to know, okay, what's going to cause the stalemate to, to change? And I suppose the only thing that's going to cause that is electing a new board president as the deciding vote. Yeah. Because it's pretty obvious, and maybe that that's the only way to do it, because – I think it's pretty obvious that in in a lot of places, the the opinion is fairly entrenched from a small school, big school conversation. 
uh, about the shot clock. That's right. About about implementing a shot clock. Affordability and, and, and running it and all that stuff. Which, you, I mean, you hear so many different things. Uh, obviously, the, the, the president of the board right now, the OSSA, is from Binger, and he was the deciding vote that, huh. that said no. It's interesting. But what about when it's, when it's a larger school? And, and if we can go back to the vote, what, wasn't it just 3A and up? I believe, I believe it was. Wasn't it just 3A and up where the shot clock was going to start to be implemented? Yes. It wasn't 2A and up. It was, I, I think, think it was 3A and up. I think it was 3A and up. I think so, that too. they proposed. And so, I guess there, there's part of me that, okay, I, I can understand, you know, Lance was in here yesterday talking about uh, the challenges and financially for the smaller schools, which I get. You know, and, and then those guys were talking about, well, you can just move the play clock from your football field. How the hell are they going to do that? Nobody plays football, you know, in the small schools. That's funny. You're you know, right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think of that. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's go get it from Leedy's football field. Oops. Oh, Hammond's got their shot clock or their play clock out there in the football field, well, right? Let, let's well, pretend, no, let's pretend you know, that um, – There's very few schools that can go that route Or there's the very schools. few I – mean, and, and, well, right here, those play clocks are permanent. Well, yeah. Well, You're I, not rolling that into the to the Pioneer. Now, I think that the Pioneer have already have – clocks above it yeah i'm sure they got it yeah i'm sure you can my point is there's other schools like they can't well wait a minute we have them cemented in the ground we (laughs) can't move our play clocks well i just didn't know if it was maybe just the clock itself could somehow be taken like if it's in a little box or something that i see you know what i mean yeah yeah the the stand the stand is in the ground maybe the the clock itself can be moved anyway but I got to thinking. Well, that's not going to work for these every for the little schools they don't even play football what about the idea of the official keeping the clock. Yeah, like, that's like interesting. In a, just in put his in his hand up. Or his hand, or he just yells. Well, it, and here's, I guess, seconds, 15, whatever. What is it going to be? The, what the is ultimate the, answer to this? No, no, no. Or, What's the time? It's going to have to be longer than. Is it a 45 second play? Because it, let's say it's a 60 second pl- shot clock. Yeah. Yes, it eliminates what happened on, on, on Tuesday night. But at the same time. It, you know, it, the longer that time period is, I think the more that I would be inclined to be in favor of it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the way the games play, I mean, you know, there there were some old quotes from 2019 uh, that that Shumpert made that were dug up about how you know that somebody save those receipts. Yes, they? and and but it, but the the truth of it is, he's right. Oh yeah, the game is played faster now than it was before. And so if, if it's 45 seconds or, say, a minute, how often is that really going to matter? But now if it's down to, like, 30 seconds, no thanks. From For yeah. what for yeah. what I do, how I'm involved in high school basketball, how you're involved in high school basketball, as far as – see, we see it every night in every location. I can't even imagine in some places – adding another layer to what they're already struggling to do in administering the game in a proper way. I can't imagine some of the officials having another thing to worry about, either from their own standpoint or trying to look over and make sure that the that the table is operating properly with right. another layer at, at, say, 30 seconds. If it's 45 or a minute... It doesn't seem like a giant difference, but it really is. And here's why. 
there's going to be very few times where it matters as far as it going off. The shot clock actually going off. Right. That's and funny. So they, now that's all I'm going to think about when I watch basketball now in high school, these games, these playoff games. I'm going to go through my head and go, okay, I'm going to have this internal clock in my head. How long is this taking them to run this play? You know, at a normal-paced game, right? I think 60 is plenty, the way you see it. And, and now today's game, it's so run-and-gun anyways. It's It feels like there's a lot of – if we have the opportunity to run and get the numbers advantage or get behind the defense on a rebound, they're going to take it. I've seen that more and more in today's game. Right. You know, not I don't see a lot of let's slow it down half-court offense. Not a ton. And, and, you see some of it. I'm not saying it's dead. I'm just saying you see it, you know, they'll look at the X's and O's go, listen, we got the better athletes. As soon as we get a rebound, boom, start going. And if you get the rebound, look for it. Look for that pass behind the defense. You know, I'd I saw seen that, that a lot the other night. I saw a tweet. Uh, somebody had gone back. I can't remember. And if it was the last two state tournaments, and had kind of, I don't, I don't know if they just looked at the the like score sheet to see the time when something happened. You know, like uh-huh. the stat sheet or whatever. But it, the 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 shot clock. I think it if it would have been. 45 seconds, I think is what it was. I was just trying to remember because I've read a bunch of different things about it. But if it was 45 seconds, I think it was something like it would have only went off six times. Oh, really? So, I mean, it's what happened at Weatherford is making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, but it's getting that conversation going. It's kind of what I was saying earlier. See, this uh, on the text line, I could not agree with this more. It says we have a hard enough time with our clock keeper – Right now, mm-hmm. and if you have to stop and start and reset a shot clock and all that kind of stuff, that, that's what I'm saying. From my, for what we do, yeah. If the, if the shot clock is short enough, you're talking about adding, dude. You're talking about adding 30 minutes a night for the official having to stop the game, reach, you know, and, and all that. Yeah, it's it, it is a yeah. great idea in a vacuum. I don't know. I, I, it's not going to happen overnight. It's it's inevitable. Yeah, see, here's it's going to happen. I think it is too. Uh, what did the OSA say? A did a study of how long. I think uh, I think that's what I'm saying. At the state tournament, they did. And where yeah. and it, it was it was such a minuscule times that it really mattered. Well, and, I think and, some of these early and I said this before at some of these early se- season tournaments. Okay, let's put a shot clock at these tournaments. You know, that's going to be a you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the the most prestigious ones, but the early ones, those early mid-November, early December tournaments, we're going to put a shot clock. We're going to have a shot clock at this location, and we're going to study it. Yeah, here you go. This game is on the text line. I think this is right. This game is a molehill. All right, this game is a, a one-off. You'll hear more complaining about a shot clock going off compared to the uh, jeering of the score on a nightly basis. I I, I think that's true. And and here's another text line from a guy that played. And it, why isn't there always moving ahead? We're moving ahead with everything else. We've it, it it almost in a way reminds you of the the five on five six on six debate. And Oklahoma was wow. one of the very last ones back then. And it, and but here here would be my and people may not gonna like what I'm about to say. 
but there was a fear of okay, are, you know, back then, are the girls athletic enough to play it and and all that kind of crazy stuff and that just happened record, in the nineties. Relaying the, but, you're but not saying. That here is my question: Is the game truly better at five on five than it was at six on six? I can't say because I that was way before. I mean, I was a child. It's completely different. That, There's no doubt changed. about that. But is it truly better? My opinion is probably a little bit skewed because the first year that I got to watch five-on-five five girls basketball might have been the best five-on-five five girls basketball team that anyone has seen. That being With the 95 Elkettes right. that just ran roughshod over everybody. And so we got to see it at it at its finest, at its best. And from there it's been kind of a downhill slide, right? I, it just because you just don't see, you know, WNBA player running around out there very often like you did that year. Yeah. With Keitha. There's a lot of nuance to it. It's not I don't think it's just screaming we need a shot clock or screaming we don't. And I I do think that it probably doesn't affect as many possessions as anybody thinks it will you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but when you see four to two even if that score would have been say 12 to 10 i don't think you have the uproar that you're receiving right now just because it's so shocking when you see it right four to two what in the world well, it's four to two between two teams in the top and in, ten. In the top ten, that's that's another thing. It, and but, it, but also, we live in this world where everything's magnified with social media. That's I mean, right. Everybody was picking it up. I mean, it was on one of those shows in the afternoon on ESPN, and, and it's ta- you know picked up on Twitter. National Twitter handles were picking it up. So yeah, it, it just kind of highlights the the conversation that we're having well and I, and I think it's it's being looked at as if okay this happens all the time this doesn't happen all the time that's why it's so unique right you know what i'm saying this it, it just you look at the scores that that anadarko has been putting up and, and this all in uh, this is exactly right on the text line and you know i've seen some stuff like i saw uh, uh, from the tuttle baseball coach trying to okay what if we take a one nothing lead in the the top of the first we walk a guy intentionally and then just throw over for a minute and four, it's for an hour 40 if it's a two-minute time limit. It's not the same thing. Because here's the difference. Both teams are able to affect the tempo of a basketball game. Okay? And I think this is the part that, that's being lost just a little bit. Weatherford didn't have to let him do it. But it was strategically in their favor to let them do it. They didn't have to. And and I know they ran a couple of minutes of man-to-man there in the first quarter. Whatever. I mean, that's – but they didn't continue. And even Coach Bull, to his credit, was on there with Mark Rogers, And I think he, he said exactly right. We didn't want to lose our legs chasing them chasing around. Chasing them around, yeah. Which is it's a valid answer. But it also – so if you're not going to do that, then you're going to let them just stand there. And make a couple of passes over a one-three-one zone, which it's obvious why he's in that one-three-one zone. Just watch him. You got six-five to six-seven all across the floor. Yeah, it's damn hard to get the ball around with those dudes. But once again, like I said yesterday, 
Why should Anadarko be forced to play Weatherford style if Weatherford's not forced to be playing Anadarko style? I, I agree. I agree. I'm trying to find who does Anadarko play in the playoffs? And so that's that, that's the Chicka part shit. where it's different. Okay, now now for the immediate, just for the immediate, I, everyone's going to be watching now. What happens next? Oh, I think the it next would be Darko game. Listen, I think it would be hilarious if he did it again. No matter who he's playing, I think it'd be kind of hilarious if because Chickasha is going to be the underdog in this one. Oh yeah. What if they did it to him? <laughs> he might just stand what there. What if let they it come out and go? Yeah, exactly. But even in that one, even in that game, right? So, I mean, it was obviously Anadarko was doing it the entire game, keeping the score down, and it's and it's obvious why. They're not as talented. But Weatherford tried to at the end of the game also. They did. Up 4-2 with a couple minutes left. They tried to, to hold the ball, and what happened? Anadarko pressured him, and what happened? C.J. Nixon got a five-second call. For Anadarko to get the ball back. Yeah. And so that that's an example of what was available to both sides. It doesn't really. It's gonna be it's gonna be funny, and we're gonna hear. That's the thing. How when something happens like this, and then something similar happens elsewhere. So when these playoffs tip off, I wonder who else is gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna do that. Yeah, but everybody the the funny part is and the people that don't really know much about the history of Shumpert. Nobody's yeah. surprised by this. No, nobody's surprised yeah. by it. I mean, I no a, one's surprised I got by Shumpert. A friend Shumpert. from Mountain View, he lives in Mississippi now and yesterday um in our group text, he was we brought it up and he said, "Oh yeah, because he didn't Shepard coach at Carnegie for a little bit. Yes. He said he did that at Carnegie. He did it in Anadarko yeah. when Elk City had Kay Davis and Matt Jones and all the rest of them. Same situation. Now, it wasn't to this degree. Yeah. But, yeah. No one's surprised by it. Nah. Or shouldn't be, at least. Nah. I'm just, again, as a just... N- yeah. Just sitting back and just watch. It's kind of fun for me because I'm just sitting back like I got no dog in this fight just to watch this unfold, just watch the argument happen. And I've given my opinion enough. But I'm anxious now to see, one, do they do it again in these playoffs? Two, does anybody try to do it to them? And three, does anybody else throughout the rest of the state, maybe somewhere down in LaFleur County or mm-hmm. up in Northeast, do they try to do it? Some small school we've never heard of that has no chance in their district game think, you know what? Let's hold it. <laughs> well, but here but here's the difference. And, and they are a top ten team. Yeah. And they are they are so disciplined that guess what? They were able to. What if it's a situation where they go up That's right. Against, a lot of teams aren't capable of doing it. That's no. exactly right. Well, let's say they go up against Kingfisher in the area final. Well, I can tell. I, I can tell you, you know this. what are they going to do it? I can tell you this just by watching Kingfisher play. Kingfisher won't let them. Won't let them because they'll be out there. Just the style of play. You know what I'm saying? It, it, they're, they're just a different style. It's different teams. 
You know, Kingfisher's got a bunch of smaller. I mean, they're more similarly sized. I mean, that that's. I think that's why it's such an anomaly because you're not going to see what Weatherford's got very often. Yeah. Meaning personnel wise, when you got when you got all those guys that are so just just monsters, man. And at some point, is it not a bit of a compliment to what that personnel is? Like, hey, we can't beat you without playing Huckledy Buck. We got to play some sort of Huckledy Buck because we can't beat you. And I think it's funny. And this is right. Jeremy's right, too. They don't have any bench. Weatherford's bench is their Achilles heel. Oh, really? And so if you get them running around, maybe tire them out or get somebody in foul trouble for reaching, it's another advantage that, that Anadarko could, could gain with that strategy. Well, I think it's funny that people will say, if my kid was on that Anadarko team, I'd have him quit. I'd move out of town. I'd take him somewhere else. Do you think he just sprung it on him at the beginning of the game? Guys, this is what we're doing. You know he went into the locker room or even a practice the day before and said, this is the game plan. So everybody's on board. Right? Oh, oh, I, I, it wasn't like, okay, hey, you got the tip. Hey, hold it. It didn't sprint. He, surely he approached his players before the game and said, this is the game plan. This is what we're going to do. I don't know this because I haven't played for him, but just watching through the years, uh, the discipline that his teams have played with, I think he could be able to do that. To just say. All right, here's what we're going to do. It, right, right before the game and it would happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I just I don't know how. I, and for I don't players, know. and for players, <laughs> but they. But here's the thing the, about the, it: people trying to play that role as the parent of a player. You know what you signed. The guy's been there forever. That's right. You know what you've signed up for to play under him. That's exactly right. Right. And and there's no. I, you know, you, you get this. Oh, the the the, the kids at Anna, the kids at Anadarko, and, and, and it's not every single one of them, but they are. Discipline is has been part of their thing ever since they got into school because of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you know a lot of places. You know, you're questioning the coach, you're questioning this, you're questioning that. I don't know that that happens there. It sure doesn't look like it. I can tell you that. I mean, listen, he did this, and there was a different reason then. But back in what 2018, Elk City's down there, the first round of regionals, winners bracket. They're up 17 with like two minutes to go in the third quarter, and he stops playing. But that day, it was, you know what? We're not catching up. Why would we waste legs? Yeah, he's thinking down the road. Yeah, for the next day. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. This is this is nothing new, at least for a strategy for Coach Schumper. Yeah. And, and by the way, the only chance – they had to have a three-pointer to win the game at the buzzer on Tuesday night was because was exactly how they did it. Yeah, because if that game is going up and down the floor, it's just another fifty-eight to thirty-five Weatherford win. Because that's just how talented that team is. Now, that's from the like you think about the coaching. If we were doing what we do, or we're standing in the, sitting oh. in the stands, it'd been awful. Yeah, and I'd hated every second of it. No doubt about it. It'd have, it'd have been a terrible game to watch. Oh my goodness! I would have got some popcorn <laughs> or just left. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a fun topic. Absolutely, it is just because there's it, it. You know, sometimes when in the sports debates, you can almost kind of feel like there's a right and a wrong. I don't really know that there is in this. There's opinion, 
You can, you know what I'm saying? And, and there's, no, there, no, no, there's Aaron, so Aaron, many Aaron. different angles to look at this thing. Today's world, you're either right or wrong. There's no gray. There's no it's gray area anymore. There's no bipartisanship. It's right or wrong. So a lot of people are saying you're right. Or and a wrong. lot of people are saying you're wrong. That's right. Yeah, that's how you know it's a good debate, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's uh, – there's just – But you're right. Everyone should – I mean, opinions are fine. And it just depends on how you approach it. Yeah. Like what Like what your, what, what your line of thinking is, I guess. Like if you're just looking at maybe the pure strategy or, or a way for a guy to win a game, you're probably more inclined to go, huh, well, he did what he had to do to win. If you're wanting to see an, a, a fun basketball game, you're going, that was the most awful thing of all time. You know, the shot clock debate gets thrown in there, too. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I mean last couple uh, here's days where great. I would be mad if I decided to, you know what? Oh, I got uh, Tuesday night open. I'm going to drive over to Weatherford to watch this C.J. Nixon kid, see how good he is. He's gonna, and, He needs and, three short of a 1,000. Yeah, this is a night I'm going to go check out and uh, go get something to eat, go watch a really good boys game over there <laughs> yeah. in Weatherford, and then that oh, yeah. happens. Yeah, I'd be a little upset. Yeah. I get it. I'd be a little upset. Well, you still would have got to see the thousandth point. That's true. See a guy score every point for his team. That's true. Uh, Dakota is exactly right. This is one of those things where you voice your opinion and you instantly regret having said a word. Well, welcome to <laughs> our lives every day, Dakota. It's a, it's Come so work true. in radio. That's exactly what it happens. Hey, I, I want to go to Phoenix. I, I, I wanted to. I actually, you want to go to Phoenix for what I was reason? Texting my buddy yesterday <laughs> before this Kevin Durant trade happened, and I, I told him, "Okay, I'm going to be two choices." Hang out around the house, watch the Super Bowl with your fam and maybe a couple of buddies, or fly to Phoenix, hit the waste management open, and settle into a sports bar to watch the Super Bowl on Sunday. Oh, definitely the latter. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you meant the, oh, I meant the former. I'm talking about with my family and just watching the. Game. Oh, I, I want to go to. I don't really want to do. I'd rather go to Phoenix. Let's be to- to- totally. I but love now, my wife and kids, but the, to go to Phoenix to here, here's a now. Do they finish? Are they finishing up the waste management on Sunday? Normally do, yeah. Oh, well, because it didn't start yesterday, so they have to. No, they have to. So what hole is it? Sixteen. Yeah, that's where I'd want to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, will they keep it open that long? Uh, there's going to be some people that are probably still there. They may not be watching, <laughs> but they may you have to step just, over them. Though. Just kind of permanently <laughs> fixed to the ground. <laughs> now, have you ever kind of just search like drunken video, drunken people at the waste management, and oh, you see some no. pretty incredible, pretty incredible uh, uh, things coming from that, but. So you had those two things, and now let me see if you could catch a game. No, they're on the road at Atlanta and at Indiana. So you couldn't go watch Kevin Durant make his debut for the Phoenix Suns. But well, will he? I mean, is he still injured? Oh yeah, he... I guess that's true. Well, I, I did see he wasn't going to play in the All Star game. That's right, he wasn't going to play. He's waiting for after the. So maybe after break. the All Star break. How crazy would that be? You know what the first, You know who they play first out of the All Star break? Would it be Brooklyn? No. Thunder? Thunder. Really? The 24th. Where at? Out there. Out there? <clears throat> yep. So, uh, Kevin Durant goes to the Suns. There had been kind of some reports that uh, Phoenix had offered Chris Paul in the, in the Kyrie Irving proposal. Chris Paul doesn't go anywhere. Uh, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, uh, Jay Crowder, a boatload of picks. Kevin Durant, uh, I think, uh, what's his name, Warren, uh, T.J. Warren also went uh, that way. But so now 
You've got a core of Durant, Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton for the Suns. Is that now the favorite in the West? Uh, well, I, I, you know, the Lakers made moves too. I don't think it made them any better, the Lakers. Maybe a tick better, but not favorite better, you know? So the Lakers traded Russ, got back uh, Jared Vanderbilt, which is, he's a pretty good player. Uh, Malik Beasley is another guy that they got back. A uh, guy that can shoot. Westbrook goes to Utah, which he's probably already been bought out if they can do that yet. What a horrible place for Russell Westbrook oh, to think he he's going to play. Oh, yeah, and they also got, uh, they got, what's his name, Russell? D'Angelo, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Right. Uh, to the Lakers. Probably makes the Lakers a little bit better. A little bit better. They get better three-point shooting, I think. I think it helps spread out the floor more. Hopefully they got somebody to play defense. Otherwise, they'll be well, giving up 150. Yeah, yeah you're not – yeah. But um, I can jump on board. I don't know. Denver's still there, man. Denver feels I like you know they consistently keep winning, and eventually they're going to break through that barrier and get to a finals. Um, you still got Memphis to contend with, but it definitely makes Phoenix better. Where are they at in the standings? They weren't horrible. They weren't horrible. I have that pulled up right now. They are fifth. Five back in the loss column from uh, Memphis in second. They're not going to catch Denver. Denver's four games up on Memphis in the loss column with 20-some on But if you're asking me, is is Phoenix a contender? Is that what you're just asking me? Or a favorite? Are they the favorite? No, I'm not going that far. But their contender status definitely went up. I mean, you put Kevin Durant on your team with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, sure, that that puts them up. Would you rather be Phoenix or Dallas? What did Dallas give up to get Kyrie? They gave Remind up. Me. They gave up uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and they gave up um, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm not even looking at players. What about picks? No, nah, I'm talking about right now. Those picks don't matter for this year. You're talking about immediate success right now. Who's the favorite in the West this season? Would you rather be Dallas or Phoenix? Dallas. Right this year? Yeah, something about youth. <whistles> something about the age of Chris Paul versus the age of Luca. It's hard for me to to uh, throw all my chips to the middle of the table with Chris Paul still there. Who's always you always wonder? Yeah, how much of a what's left? Uh, how much is but he going to matter? Kevin Durant. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I can't get away from that either. Yeah, I'll take Phoenix over Dallas. Okay. That'd be a fun series. You know where it looks like Russ may go if he gets bought out? Uh, I can only imagine. Sacramento. Clippers. Uh, okay. Clippers cut John Wall. I think that's an obvious that's a, that's reason good, why. Yeah. Back up out there. Six man. Why now not? that he's accepted that why role. Why not? I mean, he could still win six man if he goes to the Clippers and is very. It keeps doing what he was doing at at L.A. You hear those reports that he got in a co- fight with his coach at halftime? Mm-hmm. I happen to see that very moment where he was subbed out and he got a warning for a delay of game. And it, I wonder if he knew then that this tenure is done. I wonder if he is um, pissed because everything was about LeBron and not about winning a game in a playoff chase. I, Him and Anthony I, Davis I, both. I, yeah. That's I, <clears throat> what I wonder on that. Yeah. I don't mind him being – I mean, do we, can we blame him? Okay. Can we blame a guy who wants to win? <clears throat> How much do you think you would have bet in 2012 
against Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant getting traded on the same day? Of it not happening? Yeah, probably, probably, not happening. probably a hefty chunk of change, yeah. I mean, I would have been pretty confident that was not going to happen. <laughs> right? No, yeah, I, I would have been a yeah, I would have been broke today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy NBA world we live in nowadays. I know, and it, you know, it was an interesting conversation about LeBron. You know, what every is LeBron the first super duper star in the NBA that you're not really sure what town to claim him, what town can claim him. Absolutely. More than Shaq? I mean, I guess Shaq seems like a Laker, right? He seemed like a Laker. Seemed that where he his apex of his career was Laker. Was was like you always remember that alley oop dunk and then his look down the court with his wide eyes. I mean that was right. his moment and it was in a Laker uniform in La La Land, you know. That yeah. Because LeBron, you remember him being drafted by Orlando and Right, and you know, he, he tried to play for a whole bunch of teams after that. He played for other teams just trying to extend that career, but th- his apex of his career was in L.A. It's kind of sad to me because it does feel like, like what's Durant's team? Yeah, you know, people cry on the mountaintops, oh, you got to build a statue for Durant in Oklahoma City. Why? Well, but what else, where else is where, yeah, going to build it for yeah, him? Yeah, but just what, what? He won a Western Conference Finals, got to the finals and lost? <clears throat> I know, but... He would I mean, go into if, the Hall of Fame right now as a Thunder, right? Don't forget, just a couple of hours left to get your 8 for State submitted. Class A and B, boys and girls, get your 8 for State. Get in the contest for that delicious, if you don't believe me, just go look at the Skinny on Sports Facebook page post, that delicious prime beef locally grown out here west of town at Sunny Point, Oklahoma. Tucker family beef. It's delicious. Like I said, I had it. Uh, part of a sirloin last night. I should have taken some pictures of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I should have done. Uh, but so how you do it? Either text our tech, <clears throat> excuse me, our text line two two five nine six nine eight, or post in the comments of that of that uh, post. Your teams, class A, class B, boys, girls. You're eight for state. Got a decent uh, response so far. I'm sure we'll get a whole bunch of more right now. As we move along, everybody's trying to, you know, going back and listening, see if they can get any clues from what Lance said yesterday. We've had that. Yeah, we've had a bunch of questions about that. Uh, he gave a will very, he or won't he? He gave a very coy answer. I can tell you what won't happen. Leedy girls playing tonight. It's not happening. Not happening. Tologo didn't have enough. Uh, so only one game up at Leedy with uh, Sharon Mutual and Winoka. That game will be 7 o'clock at Leedy tonight. Uh, also, we'll have Eric and Blair from down in Sentinel, 6 o'clock on Paragon TV uh, that's a Class B girls district game. All right, Jared, Super Bowl. It is going to happen, even though that high school basketball happening. are more more important around these parts right now. But the Super Bowl is going to happen. Which storyline interests you the most? Kind of the that that just happens to do with this game. I would think the Andy Reid thing for me. He was at Philadelphia for X amount of years. They fired him, right? He didn't. It wasn't like a mutual thing, was it? Or a contract ran out and they just they weren't said, gonna. Nah, you're done. And um, Philly took a lot of flack for going through coaches because they just thought, you know, they're like, oh, you just think you're better than what you are, and you're always blaming the coach when you know, whatever. But should be in the front office should be to blame. But um, there's that. I mean, is there any any 
is that a thing? I mean, do coaches go, oh, you, you, I'm going to get you because you fired me or you didn't renew my contract years ago. I'm, I'm going to show you. I think that point has already been proven because he's already won a Super Bowl and been to another with Kansas City, right? So I don't, I don't think that. But that's, I mean, that's a little bit, a little bit of that. Um, and I think tomorrow we'll really break down the X's and O's on the field. But you're talking more like off the field storylines. Yeah, and, and to that point, uh, you fired me and didn't. Nick Sirianni, you realize where he was? No, was he? He was at Kansas City when Andy Reid got hired, and Andy Reid did not retain him. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So there's that. Yeah, there's even yeah there's that part of it as well with the coaching matchup. <clears throat> I love the Kelsey brothers being they, in the game you? together. Um, I think that's really cool. Yeah, uh, but if I had one, uh, it would be Andy Reid himself and trying to be. You know how many coaches have won Super Bowls with two different organizations? That's a good one. No, I don't. There's one. Do you? <laughs> There's one. There's one. Active coach now. I'm trying to remember who it was. <laughs> I, I don't know. You always you can remember player. We've had that discussion about quarterbacks. Um, I don't know. Who is it? Or maybe nobody's ever done it. I don't. Yeah. Nothing, maybe there's been guys that have tried. Nothing's come to mind. I'm sure it's. I'm sure there's been attempts. You're talking just head coaches, not yeah, head coaches, coaches with different organizations as assistants and come on to be a head coach. We've seen that plenty. I was thinking there was one. Dig for meals, one. Philly, Philadelphia, and the Rams. The Rams, yeah. Uh, gosh, I can't believe I can, my mind is just completely gone blank. I was thinking there was one that did it, like an active one that's done it. I don't think there is now. Parcells, Giants didn't win both. Giants <coughs> and who? Pats. Oh, that's right. Mike Holmgren was Packers, Seahawks. That's right. Um. Now, obviously, Andy Reid. Oh, you know what? Nobody's ever won them both, but there's been a guy that lost them both. Oh, yeah? Yes, that's what it is. Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves lost with the Broncos and the Falcons. Oh. All right. He was the loser of both. Should Kelsey mom flip the coin? You've seen that? Now what? There's been a, I guess, a petition floating around online. Saying she's oh, the Kelsey's most, mom. She's the Kelsey the, mom. Okay. Yeah, she's the most neutral, pretty, pretty much most neutral person. <laughs> That's in this probably game. right. <laughs> no been, conspiracy she's there. She's been sporting this half and half jersey. It's a picture I see her in. She's in this half and half Eagles Kansas City jersey with Kelsey right down the middle. Um, should she flip the coin? And she's it was pretty cool. I've, I heard this uh, earlier this week. She's gracefully said no. So there's plenty more deserving mothers in the world that deserve to flip the coin, not me. But the both the brothers have said uh, you'd be representing all the hardworking moms out there. That's a good point. Flipped, you know, so it's point counterpoint. Any prop bets that you're 
excited about? <laughs> I never look at those. I don't know. Uh, prop bets being. Uh, give me some examples. Do you have them in front of you? Yeah, I got. I mean, what do you, do you want? Like game, or you want like? Oh, I like other the stuff. outside of the game. Like, how long's the halftime show going to be? Or okay, how so long? Over under on the from what I'm looking here, halftime show eight and a half songs. Under. So you got under eight and a half songs. Define a song. I mean, is a medley one song where she well, just does a medley of her hits? And that's a great question. Yeah, I. But eight is a lot. I mean, you think we're in last year's? I don't know. I, who who performed? It was the West Coast rappers. Oh, that yeah yeah. Fifty Cent about brought down the roof literally. <laughs> Fifty Cent was a dollar. Um yeah. I can't remember. Stapleton's doing the national anthem. Oh, that's actually exciting for me. That, I like that, that guy. That, that'd be a good one. Uh, anywhere from a hundred and nineteen and a half seconds to a hundred and twenty five seconds. So anywhere from a minute fifty nine and a half to two oh five. Overs and unders. For the length of the national anthem. For the length of the national anthem. I mean, it feels like people think this is going to be a little bit of a longer one because the longer ones are the favorite. Like if like 124 and a half, so two hours, or two hours. So two minutes, four and a half seconds. Over is a minus 182 favorite under a plus 135 favorite. So what that means is if you think it's going to be under 204 and a half, you only have to bet 100 to win 135. If you think it's going to be over... You have to bet 182 to win 100. I think it's going to be under. I feel like it's going to be under. Here's the problem with under. You know the way his voice is. He's going to hold that last note. Sure. So how long does that get held? Because I think you're going to be, if you're watching it, the time, you're going, oh, this is under, this is under, this is under. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh uh-oh. Wrap it up, Chris. Come on, Chris. Quit. Stop somebody choke him <laughs> i wonder if there's some kind of a research for okay if it's a country artist they tend to sing a little Listen, quicker or slower or whatever hang on hang on, hang on. Uh, i may be on the wrong site there was one of these sites when i was trying to find these bets they had a history of almost all this like how many times the gatorade has been a certain color how many times the under so i don't know if they had it broken out by like genre of music mm-hmm. but i can tell you right now they had it broken out by over and under and and like this number went over or under or whatever it is. I'll have to look back at that. Like if it was an R and B singer and they, they you know, they'll kind I like of to jazz it up a little more. Jazz it up or or string out some notes, you know, to really highlight their vocals. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, and and country artists like, you know, I'm like, oh country boom, I'm gonna sing it quick. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But see, I kinda I, I like the ones that go across. Um <clears throat> sports. So like with okay, give me an example. Oh, so like with the um, waste management management being there in Phoenix, you can bet like okay, what's Rory McIlroy's round four score versus Miles Sanders rushing yards? Oh, that, oh, I see. <clears throat> yeah, Rory is a six and a half point favorite. And who? Against Miles two? Sanders rushing yards. So saying Rory will have a higher score than amount of rushing yards. But you get six in, and a to- half in total. The total round or yeah, total round four. Total, no, no, four, just the, the, four total. No, no, no. Just the last round score. Oh, the last round. Yes. Yeah, I, I'd go with Rory. 
So last year in the final round, he shot 64. I wonder if you're trying if you're, if you're guessing who goes lower. I didn't say that, but there, that's your certain things like that. Yeah, Toronto Raptors half, first half points versus Jalen Hurts rushing yards. Connor McGregor goals versus Travis Kelty, Kelsey touchdowns. You know, they obviously they got to be playing that day. But there's a bunch of the, the best score at the waste management versus Miles Sanders rushing yards on in, in the fourth round. Scotty Scheffler versus Chiefs total plays. Some good ones. Well, here's one. Rory Birdies versus total punts in the game. I'll go with birdies. <laughs> because I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. All right, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. We have more prop bets for you degenerate gamblers out there. High school basketball playoffs start tonight. Eric, Blair, girls, 6 o'clock, Paragon TV. Leedy girls are not playing. Toluga didn't have enough. So that game is off. Leedy's into the district championship on Saturday. Talk more about that. Get your picks in. It's your last chance to be involved in the contest. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Wow.